What's up, everyone? Welcome to Major League Success. I am uh, very excited to have this guest with me today. Um, I want to do a little disclaimer. I'm not feeling so great. Um, my eyes bothering me and these lights don't help. So if you uh, see me messing with my eye or things like that, I apologize in advance. But I really wanted to sit down with Justin and um, our schedules were a little crazy this week and this was the time to do it. And I wanted to make sure that, um, you know, we stuck to our goal of getting you uh, our agent spotlight interview every single Friday, uh, one o'clock. So the gentleman sitting to the right of me is Justin Spain. Uh, I've known him for what, just over uh, a year now? A little over a year. Yeah. So he came to, um, our team, um, about a year ago. And I think that you will get a ton of value from his story and his real estate career so far. Um, the, the positives and the negatives and the, and the, the struggles and the um, success that he's had so far. So I wanted to get him on here so that way we can talk about his story because I know there's a lot of agents out there that, that can relate to him and uh, what he's been through. Um, so this is Justin Spain. Uh, just wanted to kind of dive in. Just want to kind of share kind of your past. You know, how was growing up? I mean, did you do sports? What were you into growing up? Yeah, uh, growing up, a lot of sports, uh, single parent background, had a lot of help from my grandparents. My grandpa was an entrepreneur, though, run his own family business, a machine shop and a parts business. Um, so it worked for him, but mostly, you know, played sports in high school, went on to college and played a season of football and then um, entered into the career world. Uh, worked for my family for a little bit and then in 2013, moved down here to Columbus uh, and took a job for a distribution company as a, originally a customer service and then uh, switched to the purchasing department uh, for that company uh, for three years. Um, and then just recently, as of last Friday, was my last day. This is my first week of full-time real estate, uh, but got my license in 2017 and uh, ended up hooking up with you guys at the beginning of 2018 and it's just kind of been taken off from there. So I want to back up. So your, your, you said your grandfather had his own, his own business yep. is, is being an entrepreneur or going into business for yourself. Is that something that you always wanted just seeing what he did or is it kind of just something that fell into your lap? Um, it was always something that I kind of wanted to do. Uh, I always wanted to told myself that I wanted to be my own boss, um, which with real estate that kind of gives you that option. Uh, even though we're on a team and everything and, uh, we still communicate with Ryan, but you know, you're still kind of your own boss. You set your own schedule now. Uh, but I was always so scared of being 100% commission, you know, not, I'd always had a paycheck coming in weekly or biweekly. So there was always some sort of money coming in. And as we know with real estate, uh, it, there's times where you're not going to have a sale in a month, but you know, you make up for it the next month. Sure. So. Sure. And so then, so then you're, you're, you're going up, you, you kind of see what that's like. Um, you go off to college. Did you just go the one year? No. Nope, so, or? yeah. Uh, so I went and played a, a like a, a season of football and just, it wasn't working out for me anymore. Uh, so then I enrolled in a community, community college, university of Northwestern Ohio back in Lima. Um, I got it, uh, went all year round for five years, got two bachelors and one in business administration, one in marketing. Um, and then, you know, worked there for a little, uh, for my grandpa for a little bit and, uh, the school loans started kicking in and I kind of wanted to, you know, I'd been in uh, my hometown for 25 years, essentially. So I was ready to get out, 
a new city. I got you. So what brought you then here to Columbus? Was it just a job or you just literally wanted to, to just leave hometown and no, get away? Yeah, well, I wanted to leave hometown, get to a bigger city, had a lot of friends here in Columbus. Um, so just decided to, to, you know, I'd been down here a few times uh, to hang out with buddies and stuff. And it was just a city that I knew that I enjoyed and wanted to be in. And I knew there was a lot of opportunity in Columbus uh, and uh, so I just decided to make the leap, uh, came down here and had three interviews in one day with different companies and took one of the offers that I got in February of 2013, moved uh, down to Columbus. So you came down February 2013, um, kind of doing the, the corporate career path. Uh, I guess what made you decide of, I want to get into real estate or I'm thinking about real estate? Well, so it was about uh, fall of 2016 is when I really started to think about real estate. The market was just starting to pick up um, and, you know, I was beginning to realize that working in the corporate world and um, being in a cubicle for eight hours a day just wasn't working out for me anymore. Uh, so one, I knew Columbus was thriving city. Uh, it was on the come up. Um, to, uh, you know, I had been reading some stuff on real estate and being entrepreneurs and, you know, uh, trying to, the goal was always to like be a millionaire. So a lot of uh, millionaires start in real estate. And so that was kind of a thing. And just again, like be my own boss. Really, I wanted to get in it for the investing side and be a, you know, like a full-time investor. But I realized I didn't know anything about real estate either. So um, I had a few conversations with some people and decided, the way I was going to learn real estate was I was going to go get my license, take the classes, um, you know, do some deals as an agent. And then, you know, if the time, the opportunity came, then go into the investing side. Sure. And that's kind of a similar reason or path as far as why I got in real estate too. So um, the investment side, what were you wanting to, to do or learn on the investment side? Did you want to do more buy and, and holds or buy and flips or both? Or? Um, I, I always wanted to build a Okay. And just because uh, just learning about cash flow um, and, and just reading Rich Dad Poor Dad, uh, just having the, the mailbox money, the monthly income just coming in from other people paying you from your properties was uh, was and is my goal. Gotcha. Gotcha. So so you're in corporate for a couple of years. You get the itch to kind of start looking into real estate. Is that, So 2016 is when you went and got your license. So I started the classes January okay. 2017. Um, and then was licensed, you know, cause I worked a full-time job. So I did the weekend stuff. If you, you know, you can do it in three weeks. It's only, you know, 120 right. hours. It just depends on your situation. And, uh, got my license July of 2017, beginning of July and was, uh, had it with a different brokerage and everything. And, um, uh, was essentially going the solo route was working in some property management as well. Uh, but I realized, you know, it took me about six months to six, seven months to realize that what I was doing wasn't working out and um, I needed to correct it quickly if I wanted real estate to work out because obviously I was still working a full time job at a, sure. a, a corporate job. Uh, so, um, you know, just had to make the switch to, to figure out what I wanted to do. So when you went to and you got your license, what was your what was your goal or did you have a plan? Like, was it always to, was it to just do this on the side or was it to eventually just kind of switch over? Did you kind of have a time frame in mind of, of going full-time in the real estate or was it more, let's get licensed, let's learn a little bit, maybe buy the rental properties, not really 
do the sales thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the goal was, um, I knew that my full-time job covered my bills and what I needed to pay to, to do monthly and live the lifestyle that I was living. Uh, the goal was to do a few agent sales on the side to use that money to buy a rental sure. or, um, you know, do a, you know, have sure. to invest in a flip or anything like that. Um, it just didn't, you know, there's not enough time for me to, to work it out that way. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's always interesting when you got, when you, when you started talking to people about, Hey, I'm getting my real estate license. Um, did you have any people, any supporters, any doubters? I know like for me, like, you know, I had people question cause for me, I was right out of college and it was going from school with the student loans to hundred percent commission and not knowing the business. Um, I had my supporters and I also had, I'm sure some of those supporters probably doubted me, you know, in the back of their mind, but did you have, did you have a lot of support? Did you have a lot of doubters? Yeah. Uh, you know, I had some support from my family, um, you know, at the time to take the classes, I didn't have the money. Uh, so, you know, I took a loan from my grandma. She helped me out. So she was totally on board. Uh, I, you know, my fiance, she was my girlfriend at the time, but she's my fiance now. She was on board and supportive. Uh, you know, it was just, it wasn't the goal to go full time right away though, either. It was the agent sales were going to be kind of a, a side hustle to the long-term goal of the investing. Sure. Um, and, <clears throat> but there was some doubters, you know, I, I let my job know up front and, and stuff, but they were really supportive uh, with helping me with my schedule and changing my schedule around once I got busy as an agent to, you know, go to showings and stuff like that inspections. But uh, you know, everybody, there was, you know, random people that I talked to, they, you know, it, it's a risky, it, it is a risk to a certain degree. Um, and you're always going to have doubters because uh, you know, they, they don't see themselves as being able to do it. And so, you know, sure. they kind of picture you as them. Sure. So, all right, you got your license. Um, and I think this is where a lot of agents, uh, new agents struggle. Um, I talk about it a lot of time on, on the podcast and, and on the, on our video and Facebook page, but you know, you got your tests and you have to make a decision on which brokerage you want to go to. And, and on our podcast, we don't care what brokerage you're at, but we're more curious to know about what made you make that decision and what are kind of the, the struggles and the successes you've had up to this point. So you got your, you got your uh, license and you had to pick a brokerage. Did you just, did you interview uh, people? Did you kind of know what you were looking for? How did that, how did that work out for you? Uh, so when I was considering the real estate deal back in October of 2016, um, you know, I had a few conversations with some people uh, and ultimately I ended up getting a sponsor through HER that was, um, you know, a family friend and stuff. So I uh, went that route and worked with him. He owned a property management company and was, you know, a broker with HER. Um, but it was more, you know, I was helping showing rentals and stuff like that. The agent business was a lot of on my own um, and, and just trying to get on my feet. It was a, a, a quick change, you know, with working a full time job and trying to lead generate and, you know, have showings and, and do stuff for them um, and just, you know, study and educate to, you know, cause I was still very raw with my real estate communication and stuff like that. So I watched a lot of YouTube videos during that time, uh, just learning how to communicate with people as well. Uh, but yeah, I originally started with HER and then, you know, um, 
it just wasn't, like I said, it wasn't working out. And then I interviewed a few more, you know, Keller Williams people and key and stuff like that. And then, uh, got Ryan's info and met with Ryan and then, uh, you were out of town at the time. And so then, you know, once you got back in town, we had a second meeting and just kind of realized it was a fit and it's been a great fit. Really good choice for me. Yeah. So, I mean, um, Okay, so you're at HER, and really you're doing the property management stuff, which is kind of what you wanted to learn, um, but it wasn't really producing the sales, you know. So it's one of those things where um, did you – you said you started watching YouTube videos and, and lead generation. Is that something that you kind of had to find on your own, or were there things in place to help you with those things? Yeah, uh, so – a lot of self-education, uh, you know, because the, the real estate classes don't really teach you how to be an agent, um, you know, dealing with people and communication, phone skills, stuff like that. Luckily, I had had past phone skills from multiple jobs and sales skills uh, from, you know, working in department stores and malls when sure. I was in high school. Um, so it was more like literally on my own. Um, I hooked up with uh, a couple of Facebook groups where people would do live calls and stuff. And, and I was literally just watching their playbacks and, and stuff. Or while I was at work, I would just listen to how they answer the phone, communicate with people, um, and then just watch them. So I'm curious, what I guess what made you want to go out and kind of get that stuff on your own? Were you not getting it in your current situation or were you always that person that's always seeking more? I need more information. I want to learn on my own. I want to do this. Yeah, uh, it was me seeking it out because I knew that if I wanted this to work and to, to be successful and to be able to rely on real estate as a full-time income and not have a corporate job, I needed to know what I was doing and I needed to know what I was uh, learning quickly because I, I had a fear of missing out um, just because real estate was so hot at the time and it's, you know, it's still hot now, especially in Columbus, but uh, I just needed, I wanted to get in it as soon as possible because I realized I wasn't happy where I was at too sure. at, at the corporate world. Is there anything specific that you were, were you, is there anything specific that you were trying to seek out something that you were missing in your business? Was it, or was it kind of everything? Pretty much everything. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I mean, I wasn't good at the lead gen and, and you know, learning to communicate in real estate terminology and, and just a real estate transaction because so much goes into it. Um, that I didn't know and, and wasn't really taught. Yeah, and that's a lot of a lot of agents. I mean, that's that's the hard part, especially being brand new. Unless you have a sales or a marketing background before, you just don't know what to do. Like when I started, I didn't have a clue. You know, yeah. I I personally got lucky and I found the right person, the right mentor in the very beginning. But you know, a lot of people I think come into real estate more your route on their own, trying to figure it out with the struggles of of not having immediate success or success in the first couple months. And then, you know, they're, they're down on themselves and they question themselves. And, um, it was there something that for me, I think mentality and, and having that mental toughness in real estate and, and with anything, there's always ups and there's always downs. Uh, but both the successes and the failures are temporary, but it's that mental toughness that you need to have. I, I believe, um, in order to ride the waves to, 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 to keep doing it, did you always have that is, or is it, was it more of like your drive to want to do real estate that pushed you through that? Yeah, it's, it's more, I would say it was more of my drive. Um, you know, bills were tight and I, you know, obviously realized that the only way I was going to pay down, you know, student loans and stuff like that was to 
work more, work harder, sure. get produce more income. Um, and I didn't really want to work two corporate jobs. And real estate also kind of gave me the flexibility to be able to, you know, be somewhere from eight to five, but also, uh, you know, work with clients and stuff. And again, my job was um, very helpful in that as like I could step away from my desk to take a phone call if I needed to, sure. you know. Um, but the, yeah, it was the drive of really, I just wanted to get out of debt and, and get to a better lifestyle and, and living there, get off the paycheck to paycheck. I knew that if I didn't do something different, I was just going to stay along the same path and, and, and never, you know, pay off my debt. Sure. 30 years down the road. Sure. Like that, so. Sure. So through, so through your seeking of, of trying to learn real estate, lead gen scripts, things like that, um, you kind of came across someone that, that, uh, Ryan and I were, um, affiliated with in, in a mastermind group, kind of go into that story of how you found that person and how we kind of connected. Yeah. So EXP was just kind of starting to take off around that time. Of, I mean, they, they were already a brokerage and stuff, but if you look at the growth chart, it was really starting to, to grow and pick up on social media and stuff. Um, and I had always followed, uh, you, you know, around that time frame, I still do, uh, Ryan Stuman, uh, hardcore closer. And then he, he had done a story at one point where I think Albie and Jay were in it. And uh, I looked up who Jay was and, and looked at his, you know, his information and, and realized he's pretty, pretty big dog in real estate. Um, I don't remember his stats off the, the top of my head, but I think he was like number two Coldwell Banker at one point. Uh, but he was talking about EXP. And so I reached out to him and then he told me that I needed to talk to Ryan when he found out that I was in Columbus um, and gave me Ryan's information. And then that kind of led to my connection with uh, reaching out to Ryan. Cool. So um, just through your connection with Jay, just that one message or whatever linked linked you up with us and and our team. Um, and then kind of, I want to kind of get into that part of it. You know, you you join a team um, that had success in the past, that had you know multiple agents. What was the what was the one thing I guess that that you liked the most as far as what you saw or what you thought you needed in your business? Well, for me uh, personally, I needed uh, lead generation. Uh, and, and leads. I didn't have the money to be able to spend what you should be spending or can be spending on leads, especially to compete with, you know, at the time there were, I think there were, when I got my license, there were 7,000, but I know there's over 8,000 agents in Columbus right, right. now. Um, obviously the population's grown more too, but uh, I, you know, I was kind of looking for how can I save the most money, but also make money as well. And it was, uh, you know, not having the desk fees and huge brokerage fees and, uh, you know, the, the commission splits were uh, different, but you had the way to get back to where I was, but now I'm still getting all the same stuff and yeah, you know, the Zillow leads that we were getting and the online marketing uh, and then just having, you know, an actual team to come be around. So that was what I needed. And, uh, you know, I think our personalities just kind of clicked when we, when we had met with each other and uh, I knew it was the right fit and it was going to give me what I needed. And then it was just up to me to put in the work. Sure. So you came on, I think well, May of 2018, yep. May of 2018, and you're still uh, working your other job full time. What, 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 what was that first six months like of, of making that switch? Um, what was that like for you? Cause I know you had some success and I think that kind of helped you, uh, build your belief system to, to know that, yes, I can do this. Yeah. So, I mean, it definitely takes a huge confidence booster, uh, to get you going, you know, cause at that point, I, like I said, I got my license in July 
and hadn't didn't have any closings and then you know got up with you guys um got a pipeline build up uh, like you said may uh and then had a personal sphere of influence friend uh that wanted to buy a house and we you know i closed my it took till um july of 2018 to close my first deal which then was like three months on with uh the team and you know I had built up a pipeline that once I did that first deal it was like you just had to get over the hump you just had to get the first deal done and then the other one would come and, and people had said that in, in my studies and stuff and then when it happened it was like you know July took off and then August and then September and they just started rolling right in because the pipeline had been built up from when I started it. And, I, and I think if I remember correctly you sold 10 in your first six months yeah time? yep so uh july of 2018 to december of 2018 i closed 10 deals yeah. in that time frame so what would be I'm, I'm curious and i'm sure it's different for everyone but what what would be that what would be the one thing that you would say led to kind of that takeoff period was it environment was it um building your belief system was it knowing scripts was it the lead generation because you had some sphere of influence in there which you know, you had all the up to that point too. Mm-hmm. Um, is there is there one thing or two things that like okay, this or that helped me do those first ten deals? So the lead generation one because you, you got to have a pipeline, and, and that's what Ryan provided to, to me. And it was just a matter of communicating. I already felt strong on the phones and, and talking to people because I did it already on a regular basis. So once I you know also knew the real estate transaction and what you know be able to explain to people how much you know they're going to have to pay in the first 10 days of going into contract and how long you know and even just writing contracts i had no idea how to do that until i got my first deal and it was like right yeah i think that's with anything in sales i think a lot of agents struggle with that is it's the lead generation and having the capital in order to produce enough leads to support your business consistently over time. I think a lot of people get into real estate and they don't understand that it does cost money to be successful. You have to spend money in order to make it unless you have a super strong sphere of influence or you're very uh, strong on social media. Um, you know, a, a lot of agents, we, we need to produce those leads every single day, every single month, every single year. And that adds up over time. Um, so, okay. You're in your, your, uh, you know, first six months in, you know, you turn the corner going into 2019, kind of set our goals for the year. What was, what was your big goal for, for 2019? Uh, so 2019, you know, after having some success, success full-time or as, you know, part-time agent, have a full-time job. Um, the goal at the beginning of 2019 was always to go full-time at some point in 2019. Didn't really have time frame. I wanted to see how the year played out, what was going to happen. Cause I was still fairly new to real estate and, and you know, still a little nervous about sure. the full, just taking it on full time. Uh, but I set a goal to do 20 transactions because, uh, uh, for all of 2019, I just figured if I could do 10 in six months, you know, I can at least produce that double of that. Um, and you know, I remember when we set those goals and, um, you're kind of like, I just don't know if you can do that only being, you know, a part-time agent and, I, and, and it's tough. And I, I don't know if I, you know, would have been able to do it as a part-time agent. So you're probably right. Um, but yeah, it was to, to do 20 transactions for 2019. And I wanted to sell a little over 4 million. So you have your goals and, and, you know, we're going through the first, you know, quarter, first two quarters. Um, and then, like you said earlier, he just, 
this is his first full-time uh, week in real estate. You quit your full-time job. You kind of cut the ribbon of that and the security blanket of that. Was there, I'm curious, was there something that made you do it? Cause I always tell people, I mean, you're never going to be hundred percent comfortable going from your security blanket of your full-time job, getting, you know, checks every two weeks or whatever it is going into hundred percent commission. So was there something that helped you make that decision or how did you set, how did you set yourself up in order to do that? Yeah. So, I mean, 2019 started off great. Like uh, January, I had one deal already lined up close to in February. And then I kind of hit my downslope, uh, you know, the, the, the real estate roller coaster. Because uh, then March, April, May, I had some deals fall through and, and didn't have any transactions at all. And, um, you know, hadn't really changed anything what I was that I was doing. But I kind of started to realize, though, that um, when I would get so many uh, clients that would take up my time outside of my full-time job, I didn't have time to do the necessary things of prospecting and lead generation uh, and just putting the, you know, extra time into my business to keep building the pipeline and, and keep people coming in and networking and, and getting yourself out there. Um, so, you know, when those deals fell through, I had nothing, you know, you know, I, my focus was solely on those clients because I couldn't give time to the prospecting. There wasn't enough time for me in a day. Uh, so that kind of, you know, changed my mind about going full time. I was a little nervous. Sure. Uh, and then, you know, it, and then it picked right back up in June, um, sold three houses in June and then, like one in July, I think one or two in July. And, you know, but we went to the mastermind and I was, I had realized like those deals fell through. And the reason I didn't make money or, or have transactions, I should say in those months was because I wasn't putting in the time that I needed to put in. And then if I kept going down the same path, that eventually was going to happen again. Right. You were playing a high risk, high reward game because you were limited on your time and because if you were working with, uh, you know, three, four different people at a time while you had your other job and if, you know, you were limited on the amount of people you would help. Right. So, you know, if, if, and a lot of those, I think they were deals that, or situations that came up that you couldn't control deals fall through all the time. And in real estate, you know, I always tell people like a deal's going to fall through two deals may fall through, but you need to have the business to where, okay, yeah, that, that hurts or that sucks, but I have three more closing or I have two more closing, whatever the case may be. You're not relying on that one deal. And in real estate, a lot of people rely on that one deal. And, and even the best of the best have bad months and even the best of the best deals fall through over all the time over, over the littlest things. Um, but you had to work through that. And so you went through a down spell um, but you continue to stay on the prospecting and, and you kind of, you know, took that bump on your chin. And, um, so then you kind of turned it around, which, which in real estate, I, you can turn it around in a couple of months. So that's the beauty of what we do is, you know, it's going to be the ups and the downs. Um, but if you can stay consistent on your, on your prospecting and, and on your real estate stuff, you know, the success will come. So, all right. So you're, you're, you went to the mastermind event realize that you need to dedicate more time into real estate if you're if you are going to be successful successful in what you want in real estate um so you just made the switch what what is there one thing that you're looking to accomplish over the next three months six months a year 
Is there a goal that you want? Yeah, so uh, I want to get to my 20. Uh, that was my 2019 goal. Um, I don't – the 4 million may be a little bit out of reach right now, but the the 20 deals or transactions, which is the original goal that I set for the year, um, is completely attainable now. Uh, you know, if I had stayed with my full-time job through the end of 2019, would it be attainable? Probably not. I, you know, I'd say I'll probably get within five maybe. Yeah. Um, but now that I have more free time, like I said – uh, I'm at 10 deals right now uh, closed, and I have three more in contract right now. So uh, if those go through, we're at 13, um, and then trying to get seven more to, to reach that goal of 20 or to go over that goal, sure. whatever happens, you know, or maybe I don't hit it. I, I just, but I realized that if I wanted to do this and I wanted to hit that goal, the only way that I was going to be able to do it was to free up more of my time uh, and dedicate my sole focus to real estate. Um, and we had these wristbands a while back. I don't know if you can really see it, but it says 100 slash zero. And, you know, it's just, you know, be all in or be completely out. And that just was kind of like weighing on me of if I wanted to do real estate and, and, you know, hit that goal, I needed to be all in on that. Sure. So. Is that, is that time, was time the number one thing that you needed in order to hit your goal? Yeah. Having more time yeah, of it, 100%, yeah, percent, one hundred percent. Okay, yeah. so, um, so we got we got you freed up from the other job. You know, how has the first week of going full time been for you? I know um, the one thing that why a lot of people get into real estate is having that freedom of of not having to clock in, clock out, things like that. And um, so, how has that been? It's kind of been a little bit of a change for you. Yeah, a little bit. Um, so, you know, I was always nervous because uh, I wanted to keep a structure in my schedule and not get lackadaisical. And, you know, because I was used to being at work by 8 a.m. and, you know, getting off at 5 p.m. and then working real estate at night um, and, and then real estate on the weekends. But I wanted to keep that structure and not start sleeping until 10 and stuff like that or coming into the office at noon um, because, you, you know, I, I want to be productive, get up early and, and get things done. Um, and it's been nice, though, because I don't feel as rushed in the morning. Um, I, I felt like, uh, you know, having the corporate job, I didn't I knew I didn't really want to be there. And so, like, I would sleep in and, you know, not then be rushed to get to work and have to be there by 8 a.m. Sure. Or now it's like I can wake up, breathe a little bit, take my time, you know, eat some breakfast, take the dogs out, and then, you know, get to the office and then hit it hard when I get to the office. But it's not like, you know, I mean, I've been in here every day this week, but some days I'm here at 9, sure. some days I'm here at 8, but I, I'm not rushed in the morning. I can and that's, ease into my day. Yeah, and that's the beauty of what, you know, what real estate can offer people is, you know, you can set your own schedule. The hard part is just is just making yourself accountable to being consistent in the business because what we do today as agents we don't get rewarded for today. It's, you know, three months down the road, four months down the road. So it's very easy for us to take a day off or, you know, go on vacation for a week. And, and um, because we don't get that paycheck every two weeks, you know, we don't, we don't see the hurt that it's causing our business. Um, and you got to experience a little bit of fun this week too. We went to top golf during the day, which, you know, real estate is, you know, you can do that too. You can work hard and play hard in the same thing. And, um, you know, you can still have fun while doing what you love to do. 
Yeah, so I mean, like, you know, even going to this week, my first week, Monday was 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Real estate, you know, all day, you know, take breaks to eat lunch or whatever, you know. But then Tuesday, we uh, had our, our seminar at the Columbus Board of Realtors and then hit up Top Golf in the afternoon. It was like a little uh, decompress. And then we hit call night, you know, that we have every, every other Tuesday for our team, which again, the other, you know, just having the team atmosphere and uh, people that are aligned with your goals and doing what you want to do and, um, and pushing you to do better. And that's what the, this team has provided me. Sure. So uh, kind of the final question that I want, or that I always ask everyone is if you could give our audience that is in a similar situation as you were, or currently, um, you know, one piece of advice, um, you know, that you wish you had when you started in real estate or in your current situation, what would it be? Find out what works best for you. Uh, and really, I think for new agents, the best thing is to join teams and get around people that can teach you. Uh, I mean, I, I was just really raw at real estate and didn't know, again, like, even how to write a contract and the transactions and communication and stuff like that and learn all that. But the, I think getting around a team and, and helping you with lead gen uh, to get you on your feet and get you going. And uh, you know, that we have, I have people I can rely on, you know, and you can probably have that on your own when you network with sure. other agents and stuff. Um, but I know that I have 19 other people that I can call on our team if I need a showing covered for me or uh, if I have a deal that I think is going south and I need to figure out how to turn the tide uh, or just any questions that I may have that haven't come up. Because that's the other thing about real estate. Every transaction is different. There's always something that pops up that you wish you would have known or, you know, for another deal uh, just because of way things work out and, and different areas of town and stuff like that. Awesome. Thanks, guys, for, for listening. I hope you guys got some value from Justin's story. Is there a way that they could connect with you on Facebook or Instagram? Is there What's the best way for them to reach out if yeah. they have any questions or want yeah. to pick your brain on stuff? Reach out um, on Facebook or uh, Instagram. It's Realtor J Spain. Uh, just shoot me a DM or, or reach out any way you can. Email, too. Uh, and I'll be happy to answer any questions, tell you how the team benefit has helped me out in my career um, and, and whatever I can do to provide value to anyone else. And it's just Justin Spain on Facebook. Yep. Awesome, guys. Thanks for paying attention. I hope you got some value. Thanks for listening. If you guys know of any other agents or if you want to get your story out, please reach out to me. Um, you can find me on Facebook um, as well under Major League Success. You can find me on Instagram. Uh, at Major League Success as well. Um, look forward to talking with you guys. Thanks.